So let's continue. Well, actually, we're going to continue a little bit. This is the last week of Shovim. Shovim Tat. So we'll continue a little bit, going more into the Lomaisa of the Union of Taivas. Still a little bit of a general way, but continuing the Sugya, specifically as we ended off, that the Torah is going to help bring us to the Seichel. The Seichel of the Torah is that's what's going to ultimately fight against the Demionos, the Taivas. It's the beginning of a process. It takes time, obviously, but the more a person is saturated in Torah, the the koach, the chachma bakoach, right, and the koach bepo, the chachma bepoel, and then the the chachma hanikne. With that combination, from the chachma, the bina, and the das of the Torah, that's going to help a person overcome his tivus. Again, bechlal. First, you have to you have to attack each one befrat, but it, it raises the person up. We know that yisod is taloi on the chachma of a person. It's very connected to Purim, but we're not going to touch on that so much today. Alkopanim, Kufmem Vav, it starts on the, on the bottom left over there, a small little beginning. The Torah says, Nemar al Torah, Eidus Hashem Nemana. Right? Everybody sings this. Remember Simchas Torah. Eidus Hashem. Right? Eidus Hashem Nemana. The Eidus Hashem. Testimony of Hashem is Nemana. It's trustworthy. It's referring to the Torah. Kedusha. Machkimas Pesi. Machkimas Pesi. It makes those who are foolish wise. So the Torah makes those that are foolish wise. Avata Yisbar HaRam is a Pasuk Zeh. Turn the page over. So it says, Rabbi Nachman, Kiyadavar Kasha, it's a Kasha. So they explain. What's the Kasha in this Pasuk? Shari Nemar B'Pasuk Zeh, Eidus Hashem Nehmana. Right? The testimony, the Eidus of Hashem is trustworthy. V'hainu Sheha Torah Mi'idu L'Maylo Al Misha Osa Veros. The Torah is Eidus. It bears testimony. On what? So the, the Pesukim, up, up until now, we're discussing about a person who's doing a virus. So the Torah's Eidus Hashem, the Torah's Meyud, it's a trustworthy, right? You deal with a lot of not trustworthy Edom. You probably also, but whatever. Not in that world. I know, you're not in that world anymore. You're now in an office. All right, you're safer that way. So the Torah is, is, a, is an aid, Ne'eman, on those who do a virus. So the Kash is Eicha Torah, the Torah is often in f- feminine form. How could it be that the Torah in this way, which is feminine, Nekeva, is able to be made when we know a woman is posuladis. The Torah can go either way. The Torah could be Zachar, the Torah could be, could be Nekeva. But here, Machkimas Pesi, it's a Lashon Nekeva. What's, what's it talking about? It is it's made on the person that has a virus, or what? That he's doing virus. It's made on the people who are doing a virus. Machkimas Pesi, and it makes them, and it makes those who are foolish, who are doing silly things, it makes them smarter. It wakes up, the Torah can, can, can bring them out of that. So, Rabbi Nachman's asking only a question that maybe Rabbi Nachman would ask. That if, if, the, if the Torah is feminine and a woman can't be made, can't be an, an aid, Fasilitis, how is the Torah over here an aid this name on a? How could that be? Vateritz. And there's an answer for this. Vateritz al Zeh, Pesi. She, the Torah, is going to make those who are silly smart. Because of this, 
she can be made. He's going to explain. Kemoshim of a Bechoshim Mishpat brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Hilchazedus, Simon Lamed Hay, Sifya Dawid. In Sifya Dawid, it says that a woman needs Pasaledus. The Ramah right there brings down and he says, Takanas Kadmonimhu, and there's a Takana, an early Takana, Dibimokum She'in Anashim Regilios. What's going to be where, there's, where men aren't there? Men aren't in a woman's bathroom. So what happens when you need Adis in a woman's bathroom? Right? So is going on between two women, something happened. There's no men over there. So could a woman be made? Could you have a woman, two women, whatever this case is, could they testify in court and it would go, and it would, they could, the, the judges can pass him based on that. So the Ramah says, yeah. There's a Takanas Kadmonim that in a place where men are not usually there, women are trusted to be Adam. There are situations. Or it's brought down, the Ramah says, what happens if there's a machlokis over women's clothing? They're fighting over an article of clothing. And the men aren't generally supposed to be looking at the women's clothing. They have no idea whose clothing it is. But you can have a woman say, no, I know that that's her clothing. That's a place that men are not usually around to, to testify in women's clothing. So there are cases where a woman can testify. V'zeya us and I listen to Harav Nachman, unbelievably, what he does with this. V'zeya dua. The main tivus of a person are done, beseser, quiet, hidden away, not out in the open. Stolen waters are sweeter. Right? That which is also to a person is more misave. It's more desired to a person. That's that's what that's the pasuk. Understanding of this pasuk, Maim genuim stolen water is sweeter. Why is it sweeter? Because there's some aspect of risk. It's stolen. There's a little bit more of a taiva there. For who owes but it's like a ganov Maim genuim. A ganov we know is somebody who steals at night in quiet when no one's looking. It's not a goslin. A goslin's out in befarhesi in public. A ganov is quiet. So stolen waters are sweeter, meaning people do. Acts of taiva b'seser, like a ganav. Generally, people are not there. When a person is doing a taiva b'seser, no one's there. It's a makom she'ein b'nei adam regilim So what do you do when you have a place that there is no one there? Who's going to protect the person? So the Torah, the feminine, comes and calls to this person. Mi pasi Who's the fool? Right? Pesi is also a lashon of pitoy, seduced. The one who's being involved with taivas. Who's the foolish one who's being seduced by taivas? Yasur Hena. Let him turn. Yasur Hena. Let him turn here. Let him turn to the Torah. Shelo yeshoteo pesi v'yelechachar taivas libo. So that he shouldn't be a shaita, a fool, and seduced and go after his taivas of his heart. So the Torah calls to him. Don't do that. It's a place where no one else can be. Only the Torah could be there. Because since the Torah is in the cave and only in the cave could be made when there's no one around and no one's around over here. So who's there? The Torah. And she can call out, don't do it, come to me. As we know, the Torah is going to protect us from Taifas. Right? Umachmas chukas taifas so in a shomea kriyasa. 
But when a person's involved in a taiva, he doesn't hear the calling of the Torah. He's too involved, he's hyper-focused in his shtus, in his dimyon. Right? Also, but after he finishes his taiva and he can finally come back to his senses, he then, because the, the Torah doesn't stop calling to him, the Torah always wants a person to come to do tshuva. So Torah is constantly calling to him and he couldn't hear it first, but once he finishes his taiva, now his ears finally open up and now he hears what the Torah was calling to him, don't do that. And he immediately regrets what he did. And he's, he's a good person. He, he's connected to the Torah. He got caught in a place that he shouldn't be in and he couldn't hear, he couldn't get out of it, he was stuck. But after it's all over, he starts to feel that charata. This regret that the Torah is getting inside of him to feel is that's madrig of Eidus Hashem Ne'amana Machkimas Pesi. The Eidus Hashem Ne'amana, the Torah, the feminine, is the Eidus Hashem, is one who's made the Makkim that there's no Anashim, and when a person's doing a Taiva, he's in a place where there's no Anashim. So only the Torah is there to be made. What's the, what's the Eidus, what's it trying to do? Machkimas Pesi. Even though this person fell to the taiva, but at least afterwards, machkimas pesi, the pesi, the fool who fell to the taiva, machkimas pesi, get up, you do tshuva, come back to learn Torah. That's what the Torah calls. Ki b'shas aver hayibor ruach shdos, b'shas the aver is a ruach shdos. He he became he became a fool, a fool can't hear, a fool can't understand. There's nothing that he could have done at that time. A person would never do an Aver unless there was a Ruach Shtus that was flowing through him. So at that time he was a fool, he was a Pesi, he couldn't hear. But At that point when the Aver is done, then he's, he's able to incline his ear to hear what the Torah is telling him the whole time. When he wakes up out of his stupor, out of his Ruach Shtus, and he comes back to his senses... He becomes a little bit smart. His seichel comes back to him. Umaschar, and he feels guilty. That's how it could be that a Torah, even though the Torah is bechin of an isha, yecholhed, she can give testimony in this place. Ki he omedes, she stands with makom shein anashim regil mishem. She, the Torah, can be in a place where men are not generally there. And a place of taiva, and the guy's doing the peseser, no one's there but the Torah. So Renachman says. So it seems to be that there's, there's a, if the Torah, the Torah could be either Zohar, the Torah could be Nekeva. Right? So you see, the Torah of, of, of Zacharis is the Torah that says, don't do this idiotic thing. The Torah that's like a male is saying, is giving, you know, it's also to do this, it's giving all the rules like a father would give. Also, you shouldn't do this. What's wrong with you? But people don't always listen to that. And they continue going on their way. They're blinded. They can't hear. The tithes get them to a certain place. And once the, you know, the, the warnings of the father are, are, are passed, he doesn't care anymore. So now he's stuck. So what's going to be with this person? Now he's stuck. But the Torah of the mother, the Torah of the, of the Nikeva, that still tries to, right, tries to still help her son, even though even he makes a mistake. So she's there to be made and to call to him even after he does the sin. Come back. And she's the one who tries to bring back her son even after he makes a mistake.
And this Torah is teaching us that it's ultimately the Torah that's going to be the one that's machim espessing. That when we're in that world of dimyon, right, we need sechlius to wake us up out of our stupor. Like we were discussing last week, it's just a hemshech, it's a short Torah over here. And it's going to be that connection to have to the Torah. And we said last week, it can't just be the Torah b'koach or the Torah b'povol, meaning the chacham b'koach and the chacham b'povol, meaning it's not just going to be learning it once and learning information and making chidushim. It's going to have to be that Torah that's nikna, the chacham that's nikna, the seichel ha-nikna, Rabbi Nachman said, the das, where the Torah, when you connect to the Torah, I know a person is either very focused in what he's learning and he's very connected, or he's able to take what he learned and apply it to his life. That's when the Torah is going to be able to help a person. Hopefully then that Torah can become the Torah of the Zohar and actually prevent him. Right? The Torah of the Nekeva is, is after the fact. But we want to try to build up the, also the Torah of the, of the Zohar. So I just saw, maybe 15 minutes ago, in Sicha Saran, Nun Aleph, which is a little bit of a long... Long secrets. I have it on the pages over there. So on the on the on, I turned it off towards the end. So he says, "Ha'olam omram." You see that? So I just I will let's learn a little bit over here. Ha'olam omram says, "Rabbi Nachman, see Chasaran." Ha'olam omram. The world says, "Shein tzarich levakish gadolos." Person doesn't need to seek big things. It's okay. Just be simple. Just be poshit. Vani omram says, "Rabbi Nachman." You have to be seek big things. Have ambitions, rochnis, even gashmis, to have good intentions, big intentions, big dreams. And to specifically go after the biggest tzaddik. Don't be satisfied, you know, with your local, you know, I don't say your local road, whatever, your local person. Go, 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 for, go to the big city. Go find the big, the big tzaddik who can help you. Nachman says, you have to go after the biggest Rebbe. There's different ways to read this, but I think he means, and that's going to help a person go against this Taivas. Because we learned in the past few weeks that the beginning of the breaking of Taivas is you need to first break the Demionos. The way that you break the Demionos is the Seichel B'Koach. When a person goes and just is, even just sees a Tzaddik, culture again, if he listens to him, there's a Seichel B'Koach that's going to come from that. So just connecting to a Tzaddik in any possible way, seeing him, listening to him, that already is going to help a person go connect his Taivas. Then Rabbi Nachman says, Rabbi Nachman says something interesting. He says, there's no, there's, no, there's no Taivas. What does he mean? He says, Eating and drinking. Let's say you're talking about the Taivas Achil. He says, Achil and Shtia, you need it for your body to live. Right? Can't live without food. And children you need to have. Right? You need to have children. He says, So this, since these things are Mokrach, you have to be involved with these Inyanim. Even though classically people would start to say, those are taivas. Being involved too much is, is it a taiva. When that one changes the way that we approach it, he says, they're not taivas klal. You have to eat and drink It's a different perspective. Not that it's a taiva and it's bad and you're a loser and you need to fix it. 
No, he says, you have to eat and drink just as best as you possibly can. So Nachman says, And this is connected to what we've been learning. The seichel of a person can stand up against all taifas. It's a passage in Daniel. That a Kaddish Baruch gives chachma to chachamim. So the obvious question is, if a Kaddish Baruch gives chachma to chachamim, how did you get the first chachma? Right? Kaddish Baruch will be Moshev. If you're a chacham, Hashem will be Moshev and give you chachma. But what's the first chachma? Everybody has a chachma b'koach. Right? A potential chachma. The most basic potential chachma that a person has is that he's a mammon. He believes in a Boreolim. The very fact that you believe in a Kaddish Baruch Hu is at least the beginning. Right? It's not the end. That's not going to... It's the fact that you... I, do you believe in Hashem? I believe in Hashem. That's not going to be able to fight against your tithes. Right? We said, Nachman says, you need to take the chachma b'koach to go to a chachma b'pal to go to a chachma nikna. But the beginning at least is we're mamina, b'nei mamina. There's what to start with. You need to be able to take that that seichel, that sichlis, that koach, that koachma, the chachma, that there's, an, there's a good ribbon shalom, and turn it to poel, use bina, start to analyze, start to draw Kaddish Baruch more into our hearts, more into our lives. Not just leave him once in a while in jewel. The chachma b'koach, that a Kaddish Baruch, the chachma b'poel, I mean, is that there's a bori olam who's mashkiach on every prat. Kaddish Baruch bore, he's the creator. He's the creator of the world. And he created the world 5,782 years ago, so that's a chachma b'koach. That's a potential chachma, right? Meaning, it's a, it's a fact. But what about now? What about in Tavshin Pei Bez Mamish right now? What's that chachma that Hashem created the world? What's that going to do for you? So if you have a chachma b'poel and you believe that Hashem not just is the, the bori, but he's the manig, the manig that he runs the world, meaning he runs the world b'ashkacha pratis right now. Meaning not only did he create the world 5,782 years ago, he's creating the world right now. Every single situation, he's the one who's created. If you can take that knowledge, create a chachma of a pole, then you've gone a step further. The ultimate goal, though, of course, is to turn that, it's a piece of knowledge still. The very fact that a Kodesh Baruch is mashgiach in the Prat, if I ask you, if I ask a kid, tell me, what's a moon? So the kid will say, oh, it's Okay, that's very nice, but do you actually believe in that? Right? I could say that, but you, Lamaisa, do you believe right now that the Bari Olam is running your life? If you do, and, you, and, you, and it's in your heart, right? Know today, He is the one who's Mashgiach. That's called Chachma Hanikna, Seichal Hanikna. It's been acquired, it's Das, Then that's going to be able to go connect the Taibas. And that seichel alone, which is a koach we're born, everybody has a little bit of a muna in his heart, in his mind. That comes from the etzim briyoso, from his creation. You have, a, you have a neshama, you're a Jew. You went to first and second and third grade. You sing Hashem is here, Hashem is there. You have a little bit of, right? Everybody has a little bit of that, chachma. But that's enough. Because if you have that chachma, and you try, and you want to gain more, then from that, for Kaddish Baruch is going to give more chachma to the chacham. You have a little bit of chachma, but Kaddish Baruch will take you, if you want, he'll take you to weiter. 
the Koch Chachmasa Levad, and with that Koch Chachma alone, Yochel Gamkin Lamu Kenegel Tavis. It's Shaykh to stand against Tavis. It's Shaykh. Because a person can control himself. If he has with what to go into, with, with what's in his reserves. And if a person could say, I don't need to fall prey to this Taiva because there's a Rebbe Hashem, and he created the world and he runs the world. And therefore I'm not enslaved to this Taiva. That alone can help a person. And even a person who already was over on Taivas, he did what he did. And he, and he was poking. He messed up his mind. His mind. And his Baal and he became confused and constricted. Right? And he started to enter into the world of Demionus a little bit. It's like the Nakuda Tova. But even if you messed up your mind and you threw away some Chachmas, nevertheless, you always have that Chacham Bakoach. You always have that you're a Maman. It's not going to be the level of Das. It's not going to be the level of Vina. But everybody, you never, you, if, as long as you're alive, you're a mom and b'nei maminim, you have a little bit of chacham pakoach, there is a bari olam, and with that alone, a person has the ability to start again. And just with that one nekuda from seichel, it's possible it's shaykh to stand against all of the world and with its taivas. You're able to connect and to be supported by a baruch. Because if you have the Chacham B'Koach, that's a start. It's a start. Menachem, of course, is the, is the king of, of positive thinking and optimism. Never a person should never think he's down and out. The second you think you're down and out, that's, that's called Atzvus. The second you have Atzvus, the whole world of Taivas is open. That's what Menachem says. Atzvus is the, is the game of the, of the Yitzhar. Because once it gets a person to Atzvus, the guy's it's game over. Everything in the world is open to him. He has no koach, he has no strength to fight against anything. So let's see. I have a question on that. Yeah. So like to have, to have strength to fight against the hospice, do you need the strength to fight it or you just need the strength to continue moving whatever you're doing? As in like, if you have a schedule, you do the schedule without any, you can do it without any emotion. What do you mean? What do you mean? Say again. And hospice puts a person down. It doesn't... Hospice is, is the state of down. Right. It doesn't mean they stop living. They could just do, they could still continue waking up, um, doing the thing, going through scheduled meetings. People in Atlas don't usually do that. What do you mean? Why not? You just, you do, you're a robot now. All of a sudden you became a robot. No, Atlas, Atlas depresses a person. It, it makes a person not move. He doesn't do, what he did yesterday, his schedule, of the, he doesn't, he doesn't make davening on time. He doesn't even probably doesn't davening. Learning? He doesn't learn. He's, he's depressed. He, yeah, I can't do anything. I'm a loser. I can't, I can't even, I can't get out of bed. What's the, what's the tachlis? What's the purpose? I don't get it anyway. If you believe that I've been doing this for a long time, usually I'm not. I don't feel atzva, so now I'm just going to do continue doing it. So then you're not in a state of atzva. You're in a state of uh, a low level of uh, of sichlis. But that's not atzva. Is where you're not moving. You're staying in your bed. You don't want to get out of bed. Even if you're walking, you know you're still you. You just you don't want to be where you are. And then you have no cover. Be dead inside, but still be doing the same thing. That's that's that might be a different thing than atzva. What you're saying. Because I'm going to be in Atzvah only when it comes to Tfilah and not when it comes to going to work? Or would it be the same thing? Yeah, I mean, Atzvah is, it could be, of course, a spiritual depression. You can go to work. It's possible. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't, what do I know? I think so, why not? 
He goes to work because he feels he feels at work. He actually does something. He's capable of working. Look, he, he makes parnasa. He's a smart guy. But Davin, he stinks. Learning, he stinks. But he's still going to learn in Davin. Love Davka. I don't know. Person answers probably, you know. He may be. Why is he going to Davin? Because if he doesn't get out of bed, his mother will kick him or his wife will think he's a loser or socially he has to be there. But he's not going to be... Right, but but when he's there, he's like, he's mamish not. He's not, he's not there at all. Hey, you look at her in shul, unfortunately. Right, but they're not. It's chaval. Right. It's mamish, it's a, it's a graveyard out there. Just start like, screaming, clapping, dancing. That's what that was the style of, of davening. You probably have to wake up. You know, Rabbi Nachman says a lot about clapping. Right? Rabbi Nachman talks a lot about clapping. And there's a lot of Torah do it. With the five fingers and they clap together, it's 25, 25, 50, getting out of Mitzrayim, being a whole thing. But the most posh thing is when you clap, you, you just, you're alive. Right? You go to like a sports game, you clap, or you, go, you watch anything, it's over, you clap. Meaning, there's, there's life to it. The most posh reason why you, you clap during davening, I mean, it, it's not really so common in here, over here, is because then you're alive. Nobody but Atis is clapping during davening. There's no such thing. He's dead, he's not moving. You're barely holding a sitter. But if you're clapping, that's goof of breaking you out of any, of any, of any like low, depressing, sad type of... Right? Even if you don't understand what you're doing in davening, at least a person can get to a madrigu where I know this is the right thing for me, and I'm here. I don't know what I'm saying. He's honest. He's, I don't have any idea what I'm saying. Um, but I know that this is shul. I know that the Kaddish Baruch wants me to be here. I know Kaddish Baruch is here. <coughs> But I, but I know I stink at davening, but I'm here, and he claps. He's, he's better than a guy who's saying all the words, and it's not, doesn't, he's not depressed. I mean, a person who, the, the classic person is he doesn't get what he's doing. Eventually, one day he wakes up and he realizes, like, what the heck am I doing? And then he just, he, he depresses himself, and he says, he, then he says the words in a very, he whispers. Wait, why, why is everybody whispering during davening? What are, you, what are you whispering? Why is everybody saying the words so fast and low and... Because they're, they're depressed. Not like clinically depressed. Right? A person who's alive, right? When you have a guy, you know, in the office. I'm sorry, that's exciting. <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of music that was, but... Uh, they sound alive. <clears throat> but if you're alive, if your mom is alive, you got the guy, the guy at work who's like really alive, the kind of guy, is he like whispering to everybody? No, he's a loud mouth. He's talking aloud. He's talking fast. Why is it by davening? We, we push it sound like a, like a grave. It's like a graveyard. I said to the teens one time, it was mamish quiet during Pesukah Zimra. I mean, scarily quiet. I'm like, how old are you kids? What, are you dead already? What's wrong with you people? At least say the words out loud slowly. I don't care. Just say Baruch Atah Hashem. At least say it out loud. If a person's whispering everything in davening, there's some... Ask yourself, why is that? What is this? What is going on? I don't care. It doesn't matter if you don't have devekas during davening. It doesn't matter if you don't even know what the words mean. It doesn't matter. Say the words out loud. I guarantee you'll have a better davening. It's hard. Because a person's depressed. That's why. It's hard. It's hard because a person's depressed. That's... <clears throat> because a person thinks, well, if I don't say the words out loud, then I'm, if I don't say, if I don't understand what I'm doing, or my whole life is bad, say the words out loud. That's what you're doing here. Much harder to daven to learn. Even. It is harder to daven. 
But it's because we have expectations of what davening is, and we think we have to be so focused all the time. You know what Nachman says about davening? He says, everybody has one tefillah that they're good at. He says, there's one tefillah that everybody's good at. He says, do that tefillah well. Everything else, eh. If Modan is your tefillah, say it with mamash or gishmak. There's a davening, eh. Say it, just davening. If a lenu is your tefillah, make a lenu your, 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 your game changer of the day. Everything else, eh. The point is, don't be depressed. We get so depressed because we can't daven the whole thing. In your life, you've never davened an entire Shemon from beginning to end with Kavana, the whole thing, Mamash. Because it's, it's hard. It's not, it's, not, it's not in our capabilities right now. So what are we getting down about? It's hard. It destroys us. I think there's more involved specifically in certain places. For example, like if a minion here, there's, it's moving quickly. So if you're out loud, you're behind. It's one, two, is like no one else, if everyone else is quiet, you being loud is just very uncomfortable. I'm not saying scream. Or be audible. audible. Even audible. Nah, be audible. If it's, if it's just do it. Stop with these excuses. Just do it. Do it. I do it. Different minions. Okay, so do it. I understand. So stand in the back. Whatever it is. Anyway. I don't know how we got into that conversation. I'll go pun him. But try it. Even, I'm telling you, just try diving the words out loud. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't know what the words mean. It doesn't matter. Say the words out loud. Not yelling. Just audible. Just say the words out loud. Each word, say the word, don't mumble. And say it out loud. And if you're not, if you don't care, if you're not the Shonesser with the Tibor, it doesn't matter. Don't worry. Just start at the right time. Say the words out loud. And you'll see that it'll lift you up. The call, the voice can lift you up. When you whisper... You're not, you're not even giving yourself a chance for his service. Your own voice can wake you up. Rabbi Nachman talks about this. Davin B'Kol. Tefillah B'Kol. We learned about that. I don't know what Torah was. Yeah. 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 Ari, Ari always remembers. Tess. Tess? Yeah. Tefillah B'Kol. And also the call is hey. The thunder of hey. The call is not hey. The call is vav. No, no. Torah of Torah is hey. Oh, Torah. Yeah. It's about the call waking up. Yeah, call. There's call and there's dibor. Call is the vav. It's like this. Everything in the world is your kivavke, yes? Everything. When it comes to davening, the last hey is the actual words. The actual words. It's the lowest madrig. You just push the words. The vav is the kol, is the sound of the words. So most people just live in the hey. They just live in malchus, which malchus by itself is dolavania, less the garmiklum. It's depressing. Malchus by itself, because it doesn't have any energy. It only receives from above. Yes, Chasidus, 101? No? Yes or no? It's been a while. But I believe, let me say, the sphere of Malchus is the last of the spheres. It's a makabel. It receives. It doesn't have anything of its own. So if it doesn't receive anything from above, it's, it's, it's like dead. So words by themselves are dead. Look at the page. That's what it is. Exactly. When you take a word and you make the kudos, we've learned about this, you give it a call, you give it a voice. That's the vav. You're waking it up a little bit. So first you have to say words. Hey. People say it in a whisper. Fine. There you go. But the people who want to grow and, and make a yichu kutcher b'richa shkintei live a little bit in tefillah, you got to give it a call. That's the vav. <coughs> that's good enough. Because that's vav kei. That's kutcher b'richa shkintei. That'd be gavaldi. You do that, you'll be good. But the more a person does that, he actually will continue on 
and he'll turn his tefillah, even if he doesn't know what the words mean, even if he does not know what the words mean, but he knows he's in a mezgeres, he's in a structure of tefillah, right? That you know. You know you're in shul. You know that a Kaddish Baruch was there. Just that alone will get you to the, the Yud and the K. What's the Yud and K? The Yud and K is what? What's B'dechil Rechimu? Yerunahava. Mean emotions. A person who says words bekol, emotionless. He's saying words bekol. And you know, that itself is good because that could wake a person up. It's not emotional, but there's a certain chiyas to it. Right? It has, it has nakudos, there's tenuos, there's movement, like we learned. But if, you, if a person does it and he, and he means it, he doesn't understand what he's saying. Now, some words you're going to understand. That's why this helps. You, of course, you know what Baruch Hashem is, right? At the very least. <clears throat> There's a lot of those. But if you do it and you mean it and you want to daven, it's going to happen. If you just let it happen and you can every day, you just daven bakol, you will get a little bit of a feeling of yudke, of a havan yudke. Havan you, you because you're doing what a Kaddish Baruch wants you to do. You're going to feel good about it. You're going to be alive doing it, and it's going to ch- t- uh, change the tide. Try it. Try for the next two weeks saying every word out loud. Smooth, smooth. Knows, you, you can read smooth, flow. I'm not saying you try to understand. Don't. Don't use your art school sitter and try to understand the English. No. Just push it, say the words out loud. Move. But make sure you say every word. Look inside. Give it two weeks and, and, and come back to me. And tell me after two weeks nothing happens. I'll give you an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. And if you do it and it does work, I'll give you two ice cream cones. Very yeah, two for Tuesdays, of course. Yeah. Or Moza Shabbos. Obviously. Like, we are Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, take the challenge. Take the Rabbi Nachman challenge. Sounds interesting for those who, some people might get a Gishmak and Dalani. What would be nice, Masha? One, for one of the minyana, like, and so we da- no, we can't, no, we just dive in, we da- in, in the same area. I know, it's not going like, to, I know. We with the minyana, with the minyana, like, like, we do so we do the similar together. I know, but let's be realistic. It's not going to happen right now. No, I'm not talking about, I'm not separate, I'm talking about with normal minion. I know. The eights I'm giving you right now, it's going to actually be realistic, because it's dependent on you. When you start to be when you need other people, it's not going to happen. <sighs> it's just not going to happen over here. Just do this eight. But we can wake up the rest of this muckle. We could. You're right. If, we get, if, if we you get do it on your own, slowly but surely, it gets to the next guy. Have you ever been in a minion where somebody in the front was saying it out loud? I got in trouble with my piano. <laughs> no. Someone came and told me. Okay. He said to me after. You also need to know where you are. Let's be depressed here. We're davening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We know there's certain places that it's not kedai, but in a place like this, it's not so bad. And you have to also be careful. Yes, not everybody understands this, but there's there's a certain. Also, could just be that guy. The way that chiyas goes, the way that life goes, is that you could pass that to other people. Just like when you smile at somebody, he'll smile back often. When you start davening out loud, again, not screaming, it's not stolen. Start davening audibly. Come, come sit four rows back. I daven out loud. If you daven audibly, 
I'm telling you, it passes to the next guy, to the next guy, to the next guy. They don't even realize it. They just start doing it. And then the whole place erupts. It happens in Shul here sometimes. Sometimes it's mom's quiet. Sometimes it gets passed around. Because people who want, they want to daven. They don't even know what they're doing, but they want to daven. So they'll start to say it out loud. Because that's the most basic thing that a person can do. You don't need to do, you're not a reader, you're not a read. Just say it out loud. I'm telling you. Your mamash get to Yudke Vovke and your Tefillah before you know it. Then it's Kadai. All right, we're not going to start now. Kufman Dalad. It's a shorter Torah, but uh, no, we should be Zochim, Ritzisha.